Good evening and welcome to E-Bible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 15 of Revelation chapter 6, and we're going to continue in verse 11. And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Now here, God is indicating that the uh, souls under the altar, the the elect people of God that uh, we can understand were saved during the church age, are going to wait. It said they will rest for a little season. And we have learned that the little season identifies with the period of the Great Tribulation. And what are they um, waiting for? They're waiting until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. That is the great multitude that the Bible describes coming out of Great Tribulation. They will be killed as they were. And how were they killed or why were they killed? They were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Now, when when the Bible speaks of the Lord's people being killed, it could have in view a physical death as Abel was physically killed. Zacharias, the the prophet, the son of Jehoiada, the probably a grandson, was also physically killed. Yet those physical deaths point to a spiritual killing or death that is much more common especially in our time at the end of the world when the Lord's people are um, uh, driven out of the churches and congregations. And, uh, well, why don't we look at a couple of verses that that um, show that in John chapter 16, for instance, in John 16, it says in the first two verses, these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And, and this is another example of Hebrew parallelism where the statement is made at the first, uh, part of the verse and then the, the follow-up statement is really uh, rephrasing and a reiteration of the uh, the thing that was said at first. And, and so being put out of the synagogues is equal to or equivalent or synonymous with uh, uh, being killed. The time will come that whosoever killeth you. And, and uh, the synagogues are a figure of the churches. The, we can see historically, as the Jews would drive um, individuals out of their system of worship, the synagogue system, when they would follow that way of the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we see this in John 9 with the blind man who um, was, was healed and given sight by the Lord. And the Jewish authorities held a council questioning him, examining him concerning the miracle that was done. 
and due to his testimony that Christ had um, done that miracle and that uh, obviously only God uh, could do that and therefore Christ was of God. They didn't like to hear that, so they drove him out of the synagogue. It was a common threat to to the Jews of that day, to the Jewish mind. Uh, this this was about as bad as it could get. It would indicate, and they they could have been told this, even though it wasn't true, that they would not enter into the kingdom of heaven. That it meant they were not saved. And um, for instance, we read in John twelve. It says in verse 42, Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, many believed on him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. The threat was hanging over everyone that that if you confess Christ... Yes, um, we see these miracles. We uh, we see the blind are given sight and the lame walk and the dead are raised. But nevertheless, if you confess him, you will be put out of the synagogue. And and this was a fearful thing to the Jews, and therefore they did not confess him. And God tells us the reason is they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. Their life uh, would have gotten much more difficult. They could have been an outcast in their uh, city, in their society, amongst their friends, their own family, may not have understood. Perhaps um, one of those men uh, would have gotten grief from his wife, and 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 so on and it was just too much trouble too difficult to confess Christ and and so they kept it to themselves and remember what Jesus said though whoever denies me before men i will deny before my father which art in heaven or which is in heaven and and so that that was a test that the lord put to the Jewish nation, and many, many of them failed the test. And likewise, God has put a test to the New Testament churches and congregations, a a test um, at the end of time when the Lord would open up his word. And the word of God, remember, is um, like Christ because he is the word made flesh. And he is the the truth, the way, and the life. And and so if God opens up truth from his word, the Bible, that is akin to confessing Christ when you confess those truths. And denying those truths is just like denying Christ. And so God, uh, for instance, opened up information about the end of the church age, Oh, what a severe test to put the members, the professors of Christianity um, to the fire to find out uh, whose praise do they um, do they desire more, the praise of men or the praise of God? Whose favor do they 
want more, God's favor or the favor of their uh, pastor or priest, the favor of their denomination, whose good side that they want to be on, God's uh, by following faithfully his word or by adhering to the confessions and creeds and denominational positions of the church. And many love the praise of men more than the praise of God. It's the only thing we can say. It's the only reason that so many can see the spiritual um, desolation of today's churches and congregations. They can see the destruction on a spiritual level in the sense that God's word is denied uh, on just about every point and still uh, hold to the fact that the church age is underway and deny the teaching that God kindly and graciously opened up to us for our benefit that we might flee and escape to a place where there could be blessing outside of the churches and congregations, to a place where God was saving a great multitude. But many failed that test. And and many were driven out of the churches uh, due to their uh, faithfulness to the things, other things God was opening up at the time of the Great Tribulation, at the time of the end when he unsealed his word. And the the churches didn't see these things, they didn't understand them nor accept them. And so with their steadfast holding on to the the teachings and the traditions of their churches, they were in effect driving out the true believers. Uh, another way of looking at this is in Revelation chapter 13. Verses 14 and 15, it says in Revelation 13:14, And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And here this, um, in Revelation 13, in this chapter, we read of the beast that comes up out of the sea and a beast that rises from the earth. And they're both uh, describing Satan's activities during the little season, the time of the Great Tribulation, when he is granted by God. God um, has loosed him from the bottomless pit. He has ascended up and overcome the saints, as we read in Revelation 11. He has taken his seat as the man of sin in the temple, showing himself that he is God He is the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place where he ought not to be. And he is uh, allowed or or God has permitted the devil to create an image to himself, an image to the beast. And the image has the ability to 
speak, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Now, what kind of image could Satan uh, develop that could speak? Well, it can't be a statue. It, it can't be uh, any inanimate object. And yet that's what we normally think of when we think of an image. We, we think of um, King Nebuchadnezzar setting up the golden image in the book of Daniel. And he also commanding that all people, nations, and tongues, and so forth, bow down when they hear the music play and worship the image that he had set up. Now, that's a, a historical example of what God is saying in Revelation chapter 13, or what the, the, the spiritual meaning of what took place long ago in Babylon as Nebuchadnezzar set up that image is um, is is being elaborated on or 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 further discussed here in Revelation chapter 13 it, they're both teaching the same thing as the king of Babylon is a type of Satan and the beast is a type of Satan it's the name that God has given Satan during the great tribulation and what is the image well the image is the churches and congregations. They ought to have been after the image of God, but since God has given them up, he has sent them a strong delusion, and they now are under the control and authority of Satan the beast. Well, now the things that they are teaching and preaching the things that they are speaking are, are not coming forth from God. They're, they're not faithful and true to the word of God. They are full of lies and deceit, and therefore they are speaking things that give honor unto the beast. And they have themselves become like the image of the beast, and they cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast, that is, if if people won't come to church, and if you won't agree that God is still here, if you won't admit that God is in our presence and and blessing us, well, then why don't you just get out? Why uh, and and these other doctrines that that you say God has opened up at the time of the end. Well, we don't agree with any of them. We don't agree that Christ was slain from the foundation of the world. No, he was slain in 33 AD. And we don't agree that hell is annihilation. No, there is a place called hell. And we don't agree you can know the day or hour. No man knows the day or hour. And, and so on. Doctrine after doctrine is denied. And not only that, but uh, we don't agree that a man is saved by the faith of Christ. No, a man can exercise his own faith and accept Christ. And so on. It, it goes on and on. It saddens the heart of the righteous. And they they promise sinners life. And, and there is no life. They promise peace. And there is no peace. 
These are the things that the churches have done, and it has driven out the people of God. And, and of course, it's all according to God's purpose. He, he desired his people to come out of the church, and therefore he made the church unbearable for the true believer that has the spirit of Christ within. They, they just felt no nourishment. They felt no spiritual feeding. It, it was a barren wasteland spiritually, a desolation. And, and so they, uh, perhaps not even knowing this intellectually or able to understand exactly what was happening, they began to leave this church and leave the other church and, and they just couldn't find a faithful congregation. And in this way, they were being killed and that spiritually they were driven out of the churches just like the Jews drove out those that that um, would not deny Christ or that confess Christ in in the days of his ministry and and so this is what uh revelation 6 verse 11 is referring to where it it speaks of their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Now, one other thing we should mention about this is that the souls under the altar weren't killed at one time. They they were killed all throughout the New Testament church age, driven out in the first century A.D., or uh, perhaps driven out of a congregation in the third century or in the 10th century, or maybe it was at the time of the Reformation when God's people uh, were stirred up to uh, hold to the Bible only and and the the declaration of justified by faith and and they uh, no longer accepted the uh, perverted teachings that that a church was over the word of God and in control of the salvation of men. And so there was a reformation. And during that time, many saints were killed physically and spiritually driven out of the church of that day as bulls and decrees were, were uh, written and posted against them. And the cry was that they are heretics and and they no longer have the blessing of the church and and so on so they uh, the souls under the altar they were killed over centuries and their fellow servants their brethren the great multitude that would come out of great tribulation they were killed over the period of that uh period of time of the 23 year great tribulation they were not killed at once either. They, they, some could have been driven out early on and some driven out a little later. And then finally God opened up the information from his word and commanded his people to uh, depart out of the midst and flee to the mountains. And so there is not a single point uh, either with the souls under the altar where they were all killed or a single point where all of God's people during the Great Tribulation to be killed were killed. But it is that which uh, took place over 
that particular season of time. 